Green Pastures are the weekly devotions published by Vineyard Boise, consisting of four parts, the reading, the reflection, the question, and the prayer. Green Pastures for Friday, January 20th. Pagan Worship. Today's scripture reading is found in Jonah chapter 1, verses 15 and 16 from the message translation, which reads, They took Jonah and threw him overboard. Immediately, the sea was quieted down. The sailors were impressed, no longer terrified by the sea, but in awe of God. They worshipped God, offered a sacrifice, and made vows. This is God's Word. First, pagan prayer. Now, pagan worship. When I think of pagan worship, my mind naturally goes to those Elijah scenes from Mount Carmel's lofty summit from the narrative found in 1 Kings 18. So they took the ox he had given them, prepared it for the altar, and then prayed to Baal. They prayed all morning long, O Baal, answer us. But nothing happened not so much as a whisper of breeze. Desperate, they jumped and stomped on the altar they had made. By noon, Elijah had started making fun of them, taunting, Call a little louder. He is a god after all. Maybe he's off meditating somewhere or other, or maybe he's gotten involved in a project, or maybe he's on vacation. You don't suppose he's overslept, do you, and needs to be waked up? They prayed louder and louder, cutting themselves with swords and knives, a ritual common to them, until they were covered with blood. This went on until well past noon. They used every religious trick and strategy they knew to make something happen on that altar. But nothing happened, not so much as a whisper, not a flicker of response. Batalogia and Palologia plenty here. Plus, length of the service, all morning long, pretty impressive. Plus, plenty of jumping and stomping. Plus, volume, let's not forget the volume. Plus, desperation to the point of bloodshed, as in their own blood. And now we're talking extreme worship. They used every religious trick and strategy they knew to make something happen on the altar because that's what it's all about, yes? Making something happen on the altar. But nothing happened, not so much as a whisper, not a flicker of response. Methinks this brand of pagan worship on Mount Carmel doesn't have a corner on that market either. There's far too much pagan worship happening at large even now, and we're not talking about Satanist groups on Halloween, just peeking most sanctuaries of whatever religious brand on any given Sunday. Ah, but that pagan worship aboard that pagan boat engaged in by those pagan salts in the Jonah story? This was another matter entirely. Every religious trick and strategy? Evidently not. Perhaps the biggest difference between Carmel Summit and storm-swept ship was that these were sea salts rather than professionals. It's we professionals that know how to bring out those religious tricks out of the bag to elicit or elicit a response, including louder and louder and faster and faster and jumpier and jumpier. And on special occasions, flying drummers. But you see, 
Here no one was trying to elicit a response. That had already happened. The storm had stopped. The waves were stilled. The wind, now but a whisper. The rain faded. The worship on that deck was as all authentic worship is, a human response to the divine response already experienced. They had prayed, they had cast, and the storm had ceased instantly. And so now they worshiped. They sacrificed a sacrifice to Yahweh, and they vowed vows, reads the Hebrew more literally. A simple, thankful, heartfelt response that, as evidenced in the vows they made, extended beyond the present moment of exhilaration and relief to the future course their lives would now take. Their worship reflecting not merely a passing moment, but a fresh momentum which no worship set ever conceived could effect. God effects the momentum as he meets us in the storm and we then worshipfully ride the wave as it bears us to new shores. Now, some immediately interject, how could they offer a sacrifice out at sea like that and with what animals? While others object that in the absence of Israelite priests in the Israelite temple, how could any sacrifice they made be acceptable or kosher? Which all just makes me want to throw them overboard with Jonah. Employ just a bit of imagination here, people. Imagine these pagan sea salts building an altar of unhewn stones on that deck as per the initial instructions of Exodus 20, right in the middle of the suddenly calm sea, as they suddenly don white priestly tunics girded around the chest with golden sashes as they offer up a yearling lamb as a sacrifice of a pleasing aroma. Because if there's one thing that's clear from Scripture, it's clear that God loves the smell of a good barbecue. Because you see, whatever the reality actually was, that's what God saw. That's what God savored. Pagan worship. Worship without artifice or agenda. Simple, thankful, heartfelt. At least on that boat, on those suddenly stilled waters. Yes, maybe we should worship more like such pagans. So, as we pause for a moment of personal reflection and prayer, ponder, be honest, just how much does your worship mirror that of pagan prophets on Mount Carmel as opposed to the simple, thankful, heartfelt worship of those pagan sailors on Jonah's ship? How do we cultivate more of the latter kind of worship? It's who you are and the way you live that count before God. Your worship must engage your spirit in the pursuit of truth. That's the kind of people the Father is out looking for. Those who are simply and honestly themselves before Him in their worship. Lord, make me this kind of worshiper. Enough from the bag of religious tricks, enough of manipulating responses, enough of more and louder and faster and grander. Take me back to the basics of building an altar right on this deck, right here in this life, where I can simply and honestly be with you, before you, 
in worship through your Spirit, with, upon, and in us. Amen.